I'm Derek Thompson, the host of the podcast, Plain English. We tackle technology, politics, culture, history, everything that's happening in the world and why it matters. New episodes of Plain English drop every Tuesday and Friday on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things but at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. You will never take us alive, gotta think about the drama inside. It's the Mac Mania, you will never take us alive, gotta think about the drama inside. It's the Mac Mania, you will never take us alive, gotta think about the drama inside. It's the Mac Mania, you will never take us alive, gotta think about the drama inside. It's the Mac Mania. Yes, my people, those sultry sounds, Monteezy for sheezy, must mean it's the old 5W show. And right now, I would like to let people know I have been champion for seven days, then NHS <laughs> champion for seven days Longest running. Training. I'm running strong. I know this. You listen, the str- I'm running hot right Raining now. Raining and defending. <laughs> but Evan, who are you defending against? Well, listen, we'll figure that out. Somebody already tried to come for my title. Think about that before. Yeah. Someone already tried to come for my title in less than a week. I've had people trying to inquire about how to get the title. Wait, I haven't what figured out stipulations yet. I don't know. Why does, and, and of course, and everyone knows you go ahead can be black to defend it. So yes, brothers have been coming at your boy for yeah. the title. I swear yeah. to God. So man. Like, yo, I roll my ankle at work. I'm at home. I'm gonna challenge you for the whole yeah. title. <laughs> I feel like challenging for the title instantly disqualifies you from being able to be the champion, though. Yeah, That's yeah, because true. because you, you have to be at home to to, to procure the title. <laughs> so unless you come over, listen, I invite you over to the crib. We can't have this out. You can't just. I said, how you gonna take the title from me? He's like, I don't know, bro. I said, what yeah. you mean? <laughs> <laughs> listen, Magmania podcast the full effect Summer Slam week is upon us. Ooh. Very, very interesting things going on. Flowbeetle.com's favorite pay-per-view you know in it. all the land. Yes. And uh, got, got Kid Rock on the track this year. Okay, fine. I'm down yeah, with it. Was, it was Kid Rock and Kid Rock's kid I was just told yeah. about Flowbeetle.com. Yeah, Robert James. Yeah, shut up. 
Won't you Robert kid, James won't you Jr. Kid, kid, why don't you find your own damn path? Why are you riding your daddy's coattails? Why don't you find what you really want to do? Is that what you really wanted to do? Did you want to be a singer? Did you want to be a part of this? Did you want to be a painter? Did you what did you want to be? Did you want to do? Did you want to do weave baskets? Is this what you want? I, I like to imagine him being like, this isn't my dream, it's your dream, Dad. I've always wanted to be a dental hygienist. Okay. He's like, I don't, he's like, I don't want your life. <laughs> Look, get him with hit him with the varsity blue. Shout out to James Van de <laughs> I love it. He really just wants a Shout very, a very common job, something very normal. He's like, I've always wanted to be a mailman, okay? I don't want to be a rock he's like, star. He's like, he's like, he's like, listen, listen. And he's like, but you know what? My name is Kid. <laughs> <laughs> no, so shout out to the kid because it's a banger. Flobo uh, broke, broke down. Flobo went down the rabbit hole. I think he found out. The Kid Rock got a kid in. You chip off the old block and he got a nice little banger for SummerSlam. Man. It's like they, they don't miss on the bangers for the, for the, for the big pay-per-views. I mean, usually for no pay-per-views. They pick out a local artist, new artist, or the weekend, or Flow Riders. They dig him up some somewhere and then it's just... <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. just happens to work. Listen, all I want y'all to not do is put Flo Rida in the Hall of Fame. That's all I don't want. Oh, he's, he's, oh, he's, he's gone. Yeah. He's gone. Yeah. Ain't nobody stopping him. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody stopping him. As long as there's a WWE, Flo Rida will always have a job. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. He, oh, they probably give the Memphis bleak treatment. Yo, there's bro, no, you won't go broke. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with be having catching tunes and have it have it be catchy. So I just yeah. let me, so Evan Mac lighten up, lighten up. People <laughs> people coming from my title head on a swivel in my own home. You know what I mean? It's 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 very frustrating. But listen. So I wanted to bring a little bit of levity in the beginning of the show because uh, some very serious things happened. And we were talking about it yesterday. And me and Jack probably said, I think the biggest news in wrestling history, mm -hmm. um, beside the fact when somebody prominent passed away or 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 something like what happened with Redacted um, happened where he when he passed away. And that was pretty big. But I think probably the biggest thing that's ever happened in wrestling is Vince McMahon announcing his retirement. Um, and I wanted to take a moment to unpack it in a, in a certain way, and I, I, I'm glad we had days to unpack it because one thing I didn't like is a, um, a lot of people trying to rush to have quips or comments or or anybody. Listen, they they, they handed out podcasts nowadays. You know what I mean? Hell, they handed me one. <laughs> so like, you know what I mean? Like, so but everybody, <laughs> but, but, but everybody that has a podcast, they always feel they have to rush to to break some news. And I thought it was a time for reflection. And I really was so glad that our podcast is not on until Tuesday because it was time to. Um, it was a, there was a legacy and it was, a, it was an era that's coming to an end. And there's a person that the only reason why I watch wrestling is retiring from the business. So I thought it was a time of reflection as opposed to to rushing the judgment. And everyone asked me, what's your thoughts, Evan? I was like, just didn't respond to anybody uh, because I, would, I wanted to process the information and see what was going on. And and then and here we are. We're at Tuesday. And um, and so I wanted to get your thoughts. And um, I'll probably I'll, I'll just kick it around the horn. And, and when you guys heard he retired and. What were your thoughts, and as far as what is Vince McMahon uh, impact, and when you think of that name, what will it what will it mean to you, Flobito.com? I'm not trying to flex, but I was actually at Comic Con when the news broke. Flex uh, on them real quick, y'all. Uh, you know, your boys on the panel, and not so strange bedfellows, relationship between comic books and pro hey. wrestling. And uh, someone asked me right then and there, yo, yo Kiki about... Palmer, Kiki, Kiki Palmer's fine ass was rolling around. Did you see? Did you see her? Uh, yes, boo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Kiki Palmer. Uh, yeah, it's dropping those clips. Uh, so someone asked me in the moment, and I, you know, I didn't have. The, the opportunity to abscond. I was like, you know what? I'll say something. And uh, what's interesting about about that? It was weird that it was a tweet. I didn't think it was real because I mean, I don't think that 
uh, it was an active tweeter to begin with. It had a very Poochie the Dog from The Simpsons vibe. Like, I have to go now that my planet needs me. But <laughs> if you think about what Vince McMahon did, and there's a lot of haters for Vince, whether it's the Attitude Era or like the, the PG Era or the, the, the territories have been ruined by Vince. Uh, mm-hmm. That was a part of my childhood. In fact, at home, growing up, we never called it wrestling. We said we're watching Vince. I mean, that was ingrained into our family. Vince was part of our family. So to see him go or to see him retire is just it's just crazy, man. And it is the end of an era that says about my mortality as well, because I ain't young forever. <laughs> so big facts. Um, what do you think? What's what your, what your thoughts, Jack? You can't think about pro wrestling without thinking about Vince McMahon. I mean, I almost feel like even saying he's the most influential, most important, most impactful person in the history of pro wrestling almost feels like it's not enough when you're talking about what he means to WWE. It almost feels like it's it, he's done more than be the most influential. He's done more than be the most impactful, which is so weird to say. Vince McMahon has led the WWE, WWF, whatever you want to call it, uh, for so long, and it has led pro wrestling for so long. I'm with with Flobo. I think no matter what, when you talk to people about pro wrestling, they rarely even say pro wrestling. They say WWE or WWF. Um, and mm. even for as big and as great as other companies are doing, WWE and Vince has always led the way. Even back in the 90s when WCW was on top, WWE was leading the way. It was still, and I know someone who watches a lot of these podcasts may be like, well, actually, they were caught... At the end of the day, people still called it WWF at the time. They still talked about it as them being the leaders. And so much of what we look at in pro wrestling today is because of them. I mean, pay-per-views, that's a WWE thing that or F or whatever. Uh, for the sake of brevity, I'll say WWE. But uh, it's a pay-per-views. That's because of, of WWE, because of Vince. I mean, network television, pro wrestling. Us saying, can they get a show on a network? That's because of Vince McMahon. Ladder matches, briefcases, uh, rumbles. They may have started in other places, but they're famous because of Vince McMahon. And um, beyond that, the jobs he's created. He has created so many jobs for people, Mm. and not just wrestlers, but when you think about the cameramen, the production guys. And beyond that, we are all on this panel getting paid because Vince McMahon existed and what Vince McMahon did. His reach is so... So vast and so overwhelming when you think of just how many people have been affected by Vince McMahon in a positive way. Um, I, I know there's obviously all the other stuff we can talk about, but from just his influence in pro yeah. wrestling is you. It can't be. It can't be overstated. It's it. It's it's interesting because we'll see a, for the first time in my life a world without Vince McMahon in, in pro wrestling. So I'm very Damn. fascinated. Uh, but it's it's definitely there's a little bit of sadness in the end of the era. Brian H. Waters. Man, Jack Farmer. Wow. I, I don't even know how to follow up that. I'll just say this, that um, I've been saying, thinking about this a lot the past few days, and I'm grateful because without Vince McMahon, I don't know any of you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe We like to think, you know, because we do have similar interests in other areas, but let's just call it for what it is. You said it best, Jack. We're getting paid to, like, you know, talk about wrestling and um, produce wrestling content. And, you know, I look at just a lot of my friends and this community, this wrestling community, it's, sure, it's a lot of negative stuff that you see on Twitter, but I've found ways to filter it out. And I've been blessed to have well over 100 friends and associates that I met through the business. And that yeah. doesn't happen without Vince McMahon. Uh, I, I look at, like, you, you can see, like, my background, you know, belts. And, and for me, it was nothing else. Um, You know, music, shout out to Aaliyah. But, 
you know, it was wrestling. I didn't watch the superheroes. I remember, uh, I'm going to break the fourth wall real quick, Evan, if you don't mind. Break it, break it. The first time I was invited on this show uh, to be, you know, to talk, this is short. I think I was here a couple of weeks. We didn't do the show yet, but it was to do um, the Marvel, recasting the Marvel superheroes as wrestlers. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So, Evan, just to let you know, I'm one of the few people that don't know much. So I had to call, like, my friends. So, so who would you cast this person? Because it's like, it's an opportunity. So I'm not going to pass up an opportunity. But it was my responsibility to let them know. So for me, I didn't watch. The only thing else I watched outside of wrestling was Power Rangers and a bunch of, you know, obviously sitcoms oh, and stuff. You know, shout out to the Mighty Morphins. Those are the best ones. Hey. <laughs> okay. With all that turbo and all yeah, that time. Yeah, thank you. Time hey, thank hey, you. Hey. It's Mighty Morphin' the Bus. Yeah. Mighty Morphin' the Bus. And, and, you know, for wrestling, we've seen it evolve. Oh, you man. know, it's, uh, and, and it's because of Vince McMahon. So that's what I choose yeah. to celebrate. And I am excited. You know, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I'm glad he went out and we get to celebrate him rather than the way he may have preferred to, which was dying in the chair. Because in all honesty, yeah. you know, we would like to give somebody their proper flowers as their exit. And then, you know, it would be interesting to see what the new regime does and to see him just sit back and honestly just bask in, you know, hopefully just, you know, bask in the glory of what happened. Yeah, make make no make no mistake. The the things that have probably led to him retiring are very serious things. And they're and they're listen, I I, I actually believe it's gonna get worse before it gets better. Mm-hmm. I, I believe if somebody of that magnitude retires, uh there's there's something coming that we don't know yet. So I want to be clear and be mindful of that and be mindful of the people that might have been affected by that and be mindful of the, the women that might have been affected by that. So not dismissing that when we're going on the 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 going on this this campaign that we're going on. You know what I mean? And that's so so let me be clear, let me get that addressed and get that out the way while also I well, I give props to a person that has defined a, a part of my life, a percentage of my life. I, I know for a fact I don't know Flobo or Jack or Brian without Vincent Kennedy McMahon. I just know I don't. Mm-hmm. You know, we can spend I can spend this whole show talking about the journey of me knowing these fine gentlemen because of something we call wrestling. And with all due respect to all the people that want to pile on and talk about good, I'm glad he's gone. Let's bring on Triple H, yada, yada, yada. You guys don't have these other promotions without Vince McMahon. Every single time there's a big event, there's 50 other promotions that follow the circus. Mm-hmm. Why? Why are they piggybacking off of the event? Oh, because there's wrestling fans here. Yes, why are there wrestling fans there? There are wrestling fans there because Vince McMahon has set up his tent. P.T. Barnum has set up his tent. And then a bunch of other little circuses go around P.T. Barnum, and they benefit off of that his residual effect. When you go overseas, you, you say the name Hulk Hogan. People that can't even speak English know who Hulk Hogan is. That's because of Vince McMahon. For all the people that have their chest puffed out and, and raising up a finger talking about acknowledging me, that was the guy everyone said wasn't going to be good in Roman Reigns. That was Vince McMahon. Undertaker was Vince McMahon. Kane was Vince McMahon. Giving, take, passing the torch from Andre to Hogan was Vince McMahon. The Warrior was Vince McMahon. Even though he didn't have his mind right, doesn't mean he didn't guess right on that. I'm just saying, like, a Vince McMahon's hits and your heroes, he gave the brass ring to Shawn Michaels. When everyone was like, what the hell are you doing? Getting rid of these old, these, these, these guys like Macho Man and yada, yada, yada. I'm just saying, Vince Man has a lot of more hits than he does misses. So mm-hmm. what I'm saying is the time to reflect upon 
the things that he's given us the uh, from from different perspectives and the, the jobs he's created not just in the ring he don't even know who the hell I am and I got a job because of him you, that's you know, you know serious I mean? you, you, yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's true it's that's true that's legacy it's true. right there yeah so so um so I wanted to take that time to just say it's it's um yeah do I do I believe Triple H will do a good job yeah I do he he anybody that actually really did watch NXT, the real fans watch NXT. It was a great product with with minimal resources. Mm-hmm. True. With with minimal resources. Now you got the great Triple H with maximum resources, a bigger roster, more responsibility, but still that creative genius that he has with some good people behind him. Um, his wife ahead of him. Uh, uh, and I and I think it'll be, I think it'll be fine. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, quick shout out to Vincent Man. Quick shout out to the legacy. Quick shout out to uh, your boy um, inadvertently getting the brother employed for a little bit. Yeah, five W's, Paul K. <laughs> the, the resolve, man. I look at the XFL real quick. I know we're gonna move on on that, but the XFL, for example, you Bring have an idea in two thousand, and you're gonna try to challenge the giant of the NFL. You flop. You wait twenty years, and you try it again. And yet, the, the coronavirus pandemic kind of moves everything. But mm-hmm. I can't imagine taking a massive L and being like, "Nah, we're gonna do this again." And I think. When I do my own content, my own business, and I do take those L's from time to time, I look at someone like that being like, yo, you became a punchline for a decade and a half, and you still went on. So mm. I respect the hell out of that. Yeah, shout out to Vince, you know what I mean? Um, like I said, um, th- there's so many, man, there's so many more I can, I can talk about as far as like the the ideas and the and the people he's given me. And man, it's, as I was saying, man, I can't tell you, I can't tell you how much I love uh the the product you know it, it gets on my nerves sometimes because it's just the how how repetitive it can get for different reasons and and and, and the fan base kind of sours me on it sometimes what well, the toxic fan base does not the real fans the real fans but, that are positive they're they're the ones that I actually make me love the business like what going I can't emphasize this enough fans of the product that are that that love the product they are they're the reason why I probably still watch because uh, when I'm around them. And I see the joy in their eyes, and I see the joy in just we all come together. It's and it ain't about it ain't about it ain't about race. Yep, it ain't about race. It ain't about sexual orientation. It ain't about what you look like, how you are, what you do. It's we're all we're all wrestling fans. There is nothing more beautiful than being in a room full of wrestling fans and and just being positive. And especially and because we can exchange events, memories. I mean, it's 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 my it's my favorite thing in the world. It's the thing, my favorite thing I've ever been a part of, and um and, and I gotta give him I gotta give my man props for doing that because I'm not even there without him. So, with that being said, damn, they was overcompensating last night on Monday Night Raw. My goodness, Lord yeah. have mercy. Your Yo, daddy's boy, not home. Over. Lord, oh shout out to shout out shout out to Goat Man Roman. But listen, the y'all was over. Lord have mercy. Century overload. They came out like, listen, we gonna do sixty four thousand things in sixty four thousand seconds. I go listen, hey yo. Easy does it. Easy does it. I can assure you, starting the show with Logan Paul not getting his entrance is not gonna help him. Ain't gonna happen. They gonna boo him, man. They just go. They just go boom. It was a nice little production technique, I must say. But then he still had to come out. You see, see what I'm saying? Like so, like I'm just like, yo, listen, y'all. Y'all should have just started with the tribal chief. Y'all should have just started with the tribal chief. Logan Paul's not gonna get over with New York. New York is crazy. New York is smart. New York is educated. Clip New York, well, no, when they, you know what I'm talking about. When it comes to, <laughs> when it comes to like, when it comes to like wrestling fans in New York, they're like, 
what y'all trying to do here? What y'all, what y'all, is this the first city that do? Evan didn't just bury when he's talking about? He buried New York before with Eddie Kingston. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, he learned <laughs> so his like, lesson. But, this out, bro. But, but, what, but I, and I bury the city of New York. But when it comes to wrestling fans of New York, they are very hip. They are hip. Yeah, listen, baby, you buried the whole city. He's damn right. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even get a I get a euro in, in one block away if if the traffic's a certain way for like four hours. Yes, I'm hating. So I'm taking the cars that go on city block and walk. Because <laughs> <laughs> first and foremost, a New York City block is not a regular block. It's a mile a block. <laughs> oh my gosh. Go get booed on the East Coast, man. Like boo. But no, listen, it was century overload. It wasn't a bad thing. Actually, it was a good show. I, it actually was a good show. It was it was it was it was fan bloody tastic. Getting a Drew McIntyre theory match. Why not? You know what's so funny? <laughs> I got a text last night, and it was like, "Bro, am I tripping? Or was this a good show?" I'm like, "Yo, it's cool. Great. I love it. Was it. a good show. It's, 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 it's okay it's, to it's, like it's it. Part of the yeah, it's part of the placebo effect, but it's it was. It was I I loved it. <laughs> it actually, I was, actually, it was I love the way they came a little in. Too, little too much in the beginning for me though. Little too much. In I the love the way they came in, guns blazing. It made mm. it feel like no, they they doing that to protect <laughs> Logan. That was that was I, Logan. I, I felt like it made it had that feel that they haven't had in a while. Where like you need to tune in or you'll miss something. And I don't think they've had that for a long time, especially over the past few months and years or whatever, however long it's been. Where you tune into Raw and you're going to start with ten minutes of recap videos and. Uh, and I'm just glad they didn't do that. Seriously. It just it felt like, oh shoot, I better pay attention or I'm gonna miss something. And and I I I, I gotta disagree. I love that they came in with the brawl and then boom, the tribal chief right after, and then boom, Drew McIntyre. I mean, you may be right. They were they maybe they were coming in guns swinging, no, but there is I was no like, question. this is in, it was Logan. Paul I was projection. just like, whoa, this is insane. I was I loved it. I loved the start of the show. Um, I I thought this was one of my favorite raws in a long time. Well, look, my I, only but, my, my issue. Go ahead, Flobo. Both things could be true. I for me, I, the one thing I I think I, it was. I, I think I'm, I'm from. A, I just believe it's because they <laughs> listen, y'all. And I, listen, this ain't even Logan Paul hate. Logan Paul, you're 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 probably a nice person in real life because I hear the things you do, but you're you're unlikable. <laughs> so and that, not not from me. I'm just wow. I'm, I'm just I. I can't you know, wait he's till a this natural. Week. He's a he's a he's a natural heal he just is listen y'all everybody out there man listen one of these days people gonna realize i know what the hell i'm talking about and it's gonna be a problem because i'm gonna be unsufferable right now i'm not insufferable be but i will be one day <laughs> i will be because people think i am now but you don't you don't know the half of it no i know what i'm telling you i i told you i figured out my purpose it's the eye for talent it's not me being in front of stuff it's me being behind stuff he's unlikable but that doesn't mean he's a bad person he's one of those people that you just want to hit mm -hmm. Because you don't know how he got money, even though you, you just heard it was YouTube, and you see him, and he swags out here with a Pokemon card around his neck, and you just hate him. People do. The, the biggest mistake they made is trying to make him babyface. It will never happen. Period. He's a heel, man. And like when you're trying to babyface him up, like it don't work because I'm telling you, the young man's scared to get booed. He, the young, he's scared. That's how I know he's probably a good person in real life. He's nervous. He's nervous. He's nervous when he came out. He's nervous when he cuts the promos because he can't do jump cuts like YouTube jump cuts all the damn time. It's live. Mm -hmm. He's nervous. And I'm not, I'm just telling this from the perspective of a person that knows people that are nervous when public speaking is a very hard thing to do. It is. Especially when you MSG with these crazy ass fans <laughs> and you doing not your thing. Crazy. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, listen, they crazy. They were intelligent. They're not crazy they were fans. Crazy. They crazy. <laughs> They're smart and crazy. And then he you had listen. the nerve to mention the Joker. <laughs> and then he had the nerve, and then he had the audacity to mention his brother. 
Guys, if you trying to make Mr. Paul babyface, that ain't the way to do it. <laughs> Not with another Paul. Right. <laughs> Unless it was Chris Paul. <laughs> Chris Paul. <laughs> or Cliff. Listen. Cliff Paul could have got but, over. Cliff but, Paul could have got over. He helps people with insurance. <laughs> I, I, I gotta say, I think both things could be true. I, I like the intro of Monday Night Raw because uh, I, for for me personally, the one thing I was getting real tired of is someone coming out on Raw and be yes. like, "Welcome to Raw." Like, yes. I know I'm watching yes. Raw right I'm, now. I just tuned in. I just tuned in. That's what it says on my TV guide. Um, but but Shout you're out right. TV guide. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know, I'm, an, I'm an old soul. Um, <laughs> you're the one TV person guy. they do uh, knowledge too. TV guide. <laughs> <laughs> but but you're but you're right, Mr. Paul, and I'll be the first one to to admit that if you don't tell me which Paul it is, I still can't tell them apart. It took me till like last week. <laughs> but yeah, but That's my right. cross to bear. I, I, I don't think putting you with, with him with The Miz is the right idea. The Miz is at that point now. He, everyone's coming around to him. At least it seems that way. Everyone knows that the Paul brothers have been in trouble for something. If they can't tell you what it is, they're in trouble for something. They're going to get booed. So I agree with you, Evan, but I love the intro of Raw too. So I'm kind of torn. Oh yeah, and I didn't. Like I said I'm not hating on the intro. I was just trying to explain why I think they did it. But he still had to come out for impulsive. See, they shouldn't have done that. See, for, that's yeah, that's what I was saying. No, you had it. No, and for example, he skull crushed the finale, the baby face, and they said one more time, one more time, one more time. Yeah, guys, guys, he's guys, he's a hero, yeah. guys. Because if they're siding <laughs> with the Miz, and, and, and I, the Miz is as bad as hateable as you can get outside of Austin Theory. I think as far as characters go and. And he couldn't, and he couldn't get over it in that regard. And I, and I said, I believe that's how I know. I think the young man's a nice person because he doesn't want to be a bad guy. And, and, and if he doesn't want to act as a bad guy, that means he must not be a bad guy in real life. Mm-hmm, because, because, mm-hmm. because a, a true, a true dick would be like, nah. I want them to hate me for the, for the young whippersnapper not to want to be booed. You know what I mean? I think that's a good thing. But I'm just saying, listen, Mr. Paul, if I, if I, if I, if you, if you, if you, if you were within earshot of a brother, I wish he was on the Mac Mania podcast with the five W's. Oh, I know you a multi-millionaire. I know you wear Pokemon necklaces and shit, but I'm just saying, <laughs> if you were on this podcast, I would pull you to the side. I'm like, bruh, lean in. <laughs> Lean in, lean in, because I love that they boo. I love that they would boo you because you would be. He could be actually one of the sneaky best heels oh, yeah. in the He'd business. Be great. Riddle me this though, Evan. Yes, is sir? is there a path to baby face dumb for Mr. Paul? I think so. Here, here when, I, when it comes like this, when I when 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 Mackie sees things in a weird way, I'm like a I'm like a lower I'm like a lower graded version of data from Star Trek. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not as sharp as data, but I compute things a certain way like data. And I go, if I can't see the path, that's a problem for me. I can't see it because Miz was the path. I think <sighs> if you were to try to create him and make him someone that we cheer for, I think there is a path, but it's- Oh, stop it. Ooh, it's, ooh stop in theory. Stop in theory from cashing in. Well, I think I think for him, you have to earn respect is the issue for him. I think you have to have him go that's, through that's a, a series of matches that are very tough and we as fans have to go, okay, this guy's bringing it. But I don't think you're ever going to get that, like, I respect you and like you when it's your second match in. Um, and you're around so many people yeah. who, have, who have fought so hard to be there and he just walks in. There's always going to be a little bit of that, like, okay, you were handed this. I mean, that's literally Theory's yeah. whole gimmick, because he was handed it. Uh, yet, yeah, I'm supposed to cheer this other guy who's on here because he has a YouTube channel. Uh, yeah. But you're right. For, I, for, I think for, he'd be for, the best, for, one of the best villains way, in wrestling if, they, if he leaned into it, because we legitimately hate him, but he wrestles really, really well, too. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive 
eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Those young men, are, they're dedicated to what they do because they don't want to be perceived as people that just were handing stuff. So, they, that, so that takes a little bit of desire. That takes a little bit of fight. And I believe they have that. He, he, to have a match at WrestleMania and become viable, not hurt yourself, not hurt anybody else, by not that being your main profession is something to be celebrated. But what I think happens was, think about it, Benito was the exact same way, but he was over. Now, why is that? It's because he's not, there's some people not, that they're just not likable. It's, and it's so weird. I don't, I don't know why that is in real, in the real world. There's a person, the way they look, the way they act, the way they're perceived, that people um, in like they initially go into something not liking him, so he's working backwards. Where Benito comes in, he got to work for people to hate him. You know, there, there is a there is a key <laughs> difference too between them and uh, Pat McAfee, and that is uh, Pat McAfee and Benito. They come in and they're happy to be there, and they're saying to themselves, "I'm going to do my best." Where Logan Paul's coming in and saying, "I'm going to beat you." I'm, yeah. you know, and there's there's just a difference there, like because Pat McAfee. He never he doesn't talk like oh yeah I'm gonna step in the ring with back in the day like with Adam Cole and win or I'm gonna step in the ring with Austin Theory and win he's like I'm just gonna fight you I'm gonna beat you know I don't know how it's gonna yeah. go but I'm gonna fight you and I'm gonna beat you up and you're a bum ass Corbin and stuff like that but he's not like I'm a better pro wrestler than you are where mm, that's kind of where yeah. Logan Paul is coming from which makes you go wait a minute who are you <laughs> yeah, and, 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 that's, and, the, and you know how we, you know how we are. We're, so people are gatekeepers. But Evan, is that how you feel? No, 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 no. I'm guys. I'm just breaking down what mm -hmm. I see in the arenas he goes into, in the chants that I hear, in how I, we were at WrestleMania, and and I think when people, but Evan, and, and I think WWE got a little got a little cute when they handed him his contract because how WrestleMania went. But the fans were just like it was like a pleasantly surprised. They were like, oh. Yeah, yeah, and they I were so that. they were like, but because because they thought it was going to be a one off. I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you, they You're were right. like, oh, that's cool. Like you put it like this, you know, you might not ever see Johnny Knoxville ever again. Yes. So 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 everyone was like, oh, that was hilarious. But if they kept hitting you with that, fans would be like, okay, hold on now. <laughs> we signed him to a deal, you guys. <laughs> so when they when they signed him to a deal, I've I've read some of the people who were like, oh oh, this is going to be great for the company. But most people were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's like when you tell your grandma you like a certain candy and she gets it to you every single time. Yeah, like, like, Nana, hey, stop! Gra grandma, 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 listen. I, I don't want no damn Werther's Originals. Right. Werther's That's my favorite candy. I go, yeah, you got you like old people candy because your grandma used to give you old people candy. God rest her soul. That don't count. That's sentimental attachment. Can't forget about the church mints. Church mints, butterscotch. I used to get bombarded. <laughs> the big ones, though. <laughs> God oh, rest man. my listen, God that's my great aunt Soul's sister. They called her sister. That's how you know. You know you're dope when they call you sister. Like I didn't even know her name until I was like 20. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I was, when she passed away in 1999, and I was like, Mom, 
and I was like 20 years old. Like I said, like, Mom, why they call her sister? She goes, Oh, because she was like, she was down. Like she was like that. She's your sister. I go, damn in the, in the hood? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the greatest nickname of all time. <laughs> they call her sister for the reason why you think they do. Ain't that a reason you think they do? You're like, just cause she's a down? Like, yeah, but man, sister was the truth. But um, and she would always give me those big old churchmen. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, real oh yo, real talk, yo. Back in the day, we're gonna we're gonna move on to some um, WWE uh Raw talk in a minute. But this is why they we, come to the Mac Mayor podcast. They want them real yo, life back, stories. Yo, back in the day, yo, you were talking about talking about sister, man. Lord, listen. Mm -hmm. Sister's one of those ones that like, yo, like, like she like, I like I'm like, I'm I'm strapped. Yo, please don't roll up on me because you might, you know what I mean? You like for real. Like she's one and she don't she's like she's like one of those, she's like tough as nails, right? Mm -hmm. And like I want me like this back this we're thinking about I'm like 11 or whatever fight with my sister me and my sister you always used to fight yo and I was like you know first time I ever said it to I was like yo I was like yo I said yo Sever, you I said Sever, you a beep like a bit you know what I mean right yeah. I said that right and like my sister always that's my sister like always a tattletale that's what she does and like she <laughs> like ran into she ran into her sister and sister and I, and I don't even know what's gonna happen right because I because I was like I didn't even know what happened like I was sitting on the couch and then like sister just walk in the room she like beeline right in the room and she was just like this she's like. Like the <laughs> hardest slap to my face <laughs> I have ever received by a human being. Yeah. I, I swear I cried for like seven days. Like it was like the it was like the it was like the ring. But when that, when when the seven days hit, it was like sister and she killed me. You that know was like I mean? a biblical slap for seven it days do, and seven it, nights. It I cried. I wept. She, there's there's a there's like a white patch on my face because of that slap. <laughs> she slapped the black off my face, yo. And I swear to you, when I say that, I don't even think I don't even that the b word don't even come out because of that. It's trauma. That's real trauma. Someday in the future, you're so what you say, my face is. Sore, it means it's gonna rain tomorrow. <laughs> no, listen, if my face oh, is sore, I'm gonna think like the sister came back and I'm like, yo, listen, I ain't mean nothing. I'm sorry, great aunt. <laughs> I Lord, can feel it to my bones. Yo, listen, man, y'all crap this out, Brian. Listen, don't listen. Don't call on your sister no names. <laughs> Aunt Julia, Lord have mercy. Whew. I think about that. That was when I was when that was that was 27 years ago, and I'm still traumatized. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Church myth, where? 27 years ago, and I'm like, uh, I remember the time. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, um, yo, shout out to uh, Ray Mysterio, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um now listen, Mil Mascarez um was my guy uh when I was thinking about luchadors. Uh then all of a sudden, Ray Mysterio was just I ain't gonna stop wrestling for 20 years. You know what I mean? I'm gonna, I'm you're gonna see me in WCW and surrounded by some lucha doors. Yes. Yeah. So oh Lord have mercy. We already know where I'm at with Hoovy Juice. You know what I mean? Hoovin <laughs> too. You know, we had with, with Demon Linko. Well, he went to Luchador, but Demon Linko was in the cruiserweight mm -hmm. division. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? We oh, oh, we, we had we, we, we got what, psychosis, oh, we had psychosis. Yeah, we had uh Hoovy, we, we had Ultimo Dragon. We had uh all sorts of we had uh Super Colo, we had uh Cyclope, oh, we had uh, <laughs> Forget it. the greatest cruiserweight division I've ever seen in my life is the WCW. But then, but then we got Ray. Oh, shout out, shout out. So then we got Ray and Bixie, you know, like, oh, he's really dope. Great, great matches. Uh, Halloween Havoc, synonymous with Halloween Havoc. Then he goes to WWE and then he has, I think, great feuds with like, I mean, like, I like the Big Show match. I like the JBL stuff. Um, and just really just watching him. I, I dare I say mainstream what what luchadors are, you know what I mean, and kind of giving that culture and letting people know what the mask represents, and letting you know what Mexican culture represents, and that Latino culture that 
I thought was missing from the mainstream to let people know what they represent. Him bridging the gap by being able to speak perfect English and being able to speak Spanish to and see what he did last night. He hit you, hit you with a, the English promo, hit you with a Spanish promo, and and that showing you the culmination, I think, of a of a career. And um, yeah, I just think it was really dope to see Ray. Ray, one of my favorite of all time. Um, and um, yo, shout out to Ray Mysterio. That's all I got. That's all of, I got. of all the things that happened on the show, I thought that, and this is me speculating. I feel like this was the thing that was the most different. Was this segment here? Because I feel like, and again, this is just speculation, but. I feel like if this happened a week ago, we would have seen Judgment Day cut him off and beat him up and uh, end this, and we would have been booing because, oh, they took away his moment. But this, I love that they gave him his moment and he had his chance to say the things he said, to thank the people he thanked, to do all the things you mentioned, uh, Evan, and to to also like go backstage and be with his family. And of course, they still got the story through, but the fact that they let this yeah. breathe and let him have his moment... I thought was very, very cool. I think it was different, likely different than what would have happened if it was a week ago. And uh, I, I, I don't know if I can necessarily say this factually, but I think Rey Mysterio has to be potentially one of the most influential uh, wrestlers. Uh, we talked about Vince McMahon, but uh, we talked about Rey Mysterio and everything we know about Lucha Libre here in, in America is likely because he made it cool and made it popular and and brought it over and made it easy for us to digest and uh i don't know if he'll ever get the credit he deserves for how influential he was with what we see in the ring yeah we um i'm kicking the flow one minute like we know the people that like are attached to like nuanced things we're not speaking about them you know there's the people that are diehard um new japan fans or or, or japanese strong style fans or there are people even when he was on the come up that were diehard fans of of mexican lucha libre but when I when I'm speaking and with Jack speaking, we're talking about like the casual, the casual mm-hmm. person that's not that new. Like for for example, like martial arts, like films for me are like my thing. But I don't expect people to watch that. I've watched that since I was a kid. But I'm not like yo, these films are dope, and here's right. why. Like, but so that's so that's my little like niche thing that I that hold dear dear near and dear to my heart. But Jackie Chan brought it mainstream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now even Bruce, even Bruce didn't. Jackie did with the rush hours and things like that. So that's how I kind of connect Ray Mysterio flow. But I don't know where you're at with that. Oh, kind of the same thing, man. I, I was really in the the 20 year anniversary. I was like, oh, how long has he been active in wrestling? And it was Facts. like over over 30 years. But I Crazy. think a lot a lot of things that people tend to forget about Ray Mysterio's legacy is that. He has put in so many people over in mm. their heel turns mm. over the past 20 years. You want to get somebody to get booed? You beat up Rey Mysterio. And I know that sounds really bad to say, but that is a very integral part of wrestling. Alignment changes. Rey Mysterio was a linchpin for any roster. You can put him anywhere in the card, like the true utility players. So props to Rey for sure. Yeah, I like that, like your thought process on that because, and that's that's a testament to him. He's so likable. That if you mm-hmm. want anyone to get mad at that person, just have them beat up Rey Mysterio. Like they were beating him up last night, and the crowd was like, "No, <laughs> that's twenty Sorry, years later." That's twenty. <laughs> when you put it that way, they can make a supercut of people who have turned and attacked Rey Mysterio. I'm they thinking get, Big they Show and Long Dark. Yo, when he did that, yo, when he launched it, like the crowd was like, oh, "We hope you die." Yeah. <laughs> you know what I also? And another great thing about last night and that those little differences I don't think we would have gotten. And again, I'm just guessing there, but uh, Rhea Ripley wearing the uh, I'm your poppy shirt and these little like mm-hmm. things that were little notes of the past, I thought was just a very cool thing they 
they sprinkled in there as well as a as it was a great segment last night. I thought for what it was, and uh, again, I didn't. I, it was cool to see him have his time and his moment, and I liked that they pulled out the old Halloween Havoc '97 outfit. I don't know if it was the real one. I'm just gonna pretend it was for the sake guys, of it. Guys, he, he, he has that thing in a he has that thing in a glass enshrinement with with lights around it and and, and, and WCW music playing. Y'all better stop playing. Don't, like don't break the illusion for me, Evan. I'm pretending it's real. Where'd you find this? I go, man. You better stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> you, this crap on Elias, you work really hard to find that costume. Hey, sir. listen, hey, listen, Ray. What are you stop? He it. turns on her. He's like, Where, Where'd you find this? At a Halloween store? I have the real one. He's like, I, I, I have this in the glass box in the mansion. Don't you know? She's like, I'm sorry, Ray. I'm sorry. <laughs> they, they wrote this in the script. He, he just turns on her and is just a jerk for no reason. <laughs> Like, don't don't six one like six one nine. So I'm like, are you kidding? This is crazy. <laughs> Pure I thought energy. Dom was gonna do the heel turn. It's Ray. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> he, like beats up his kid. I'm like, come on, Ray. <laughs> but like, <laughs> no, no. Oh yeah, real quick shout out before I go on. I mean, listen, got hit up by this dude. Right, hit him. Hit up. Giving props to the show. Giving props to the show. Listen, and he has one of the greatest names of all time, and he was giving me props for actually getting his name right. I was like, bro, you got one of the greatest names of all time. His name is Guthrie. Mm. Like, how can I mispronounce a Guthrie? How dare I? So I want to give a quick shout out to Guthrie for putting over Flobo, putting over Brian, putting over Jack, putting over the show, putting over your boy. And I was like, yo, Guthrie, you got one of the greatest names of all time, daddy. Don't any, because somebody at Starbucks messed his name up. And they, were, and they were like, they, they, they just gave up. And they were like, oh, the guy with the soy latte. I was like, damn, they, they phoned it in. You got to go for broke. Yeah. You got to go for broke. Guthrie's one of those mm-hmm. names, too. That, that's, that's kind of an intimidating name. name, too. Like, if someone's like, hey, Guthrie's looking for you. You're like, oh, like, oh I'm busy. I'm like, so I, 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 I'm like who is? Like, Who's, wait, wait, yeah. What's it? What's this for? It's like, oh, he didn't tell me what this is in regards to. Oh, shoot. <laughs> right. It's like the opposite of Jack Farmer. You know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> Jack, yeah, what's up, Jack, bro? Jack Farmer sounds Guthrie. like a, yeah, Jack Farmer sounds like a, a I, I literally a nice a nice yeah. guy. It really yeah, does. Nice guy, yeah. That's the trick. If, if Guthrie's looking for you, especially they'll give no last name. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Are you sure he's looking for Evan Mack? He's like, yeah, he said Evan Mack. I go, oh my god, Evan, Evan T Mack. <laughs> <laughs> shout, so shout out to Guthrie. Please don't come looking for me. But <laughs> oh, it was it was dope though. Um, you know, we Romans goes without saying. That's that's the low hanging fruit for the day. But everyone seems to like it. Um, Ro- Roman didn't need to say anything about. Vince man for me to be to feel like he is in complete form. Roman Reigns is in finished form. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, it's it's uh, enough is enough. Roman Reigns can't make another move without being better than what he is right now. He's in complete control. He is in complete demand. He is in complete control of every single situation. He has the longest interest in all of sports entertainment, and no one cares. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen anything more beautiful. Seriously, to watch. Um, I'm I'm serious. I get I almost get emotional thinking about how how. Um, how far that dude's come. I, I've never mm. seen anything like it. I swear. That's I, what I, make I, you appreciate I, him more. I just watched the screen. True. I watched that screen last night and I True. go, I can't, and this this dude is, <laughs> it's unbelievable. The dude, the dude even kicked the promo over to Paul. He was like, I don't even want to talk, man. Go ahead, you talk. So good. And like, they turned, like, they turned the microphone flub into gold. He, um, Theory came out. He's, he's so in control of his, his body now that he, he can break character a little bit and like, yo, he's nervous. New York, take it easy. That ain't in the script, man. Like that's, yeah. that's, that's, he's trying to directly rattle the kid. 
He's trying to like, uh, like that, that's some stuff that, listen, y'all, do y'all, rem- do y'all, have, do y'all, do y'all have y'all remember Roman Reigns? Do you remember before the pandemic when this dude was coming down with that whack-ass music? Coming out like, I watch Roman Reigns. He did not believe men. But listen, damn it, Roman. You need to do to let this Maggie do this interview because I've been watching people do whenever they get the opportunity to interview the tribal chief, they don't take advantage of the moment. I don't know if they scared you. In yeah. their defense, I seen you in a golf them. cart. Yeah. I seen you in a golf cart and I had an opportunity one-on-one and I was shook, but that was different circumstances. That wasn't the sure microphone. Was. That wasn't sure. the microphone. That <laughs> wasn't the mic. This is my mm-hmm. this is my this is my mirror near. You know, this is my this is my infinity gauntlet. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> my storm breaker. <laughs> This is my storm breaker. So like, but when I seen him, I was like, it was one of those moments, I swear to you, he like pulled up behind you and he got it. I was like, and I didn't have the, but think about that. That was new Roman. Old Roman, I would have walked up on him. Think about that. Think mm-hmm. about that. That's how different he is. But what I'm trying to say is, let me get this interview, man, when I can say, bruh, because no one has the guts to say this. They don't, but I would say it right to him. I go, Roman, when the hell did you get so good? That question, that right there. When, cause he, cause he, I, I'm telling you why he didn't believe what he was saying. And I think he wasn't believing what he was saying because they were telling him to say it. They were telling him to say it. When he came back, if you watch, oh, shout out to WWE Evil, shout out to Mike Brown. When you watch Mm -hmm. WWE Evil, Roman Mm -hmm. was like, yo, I came back and it was my idea of how I wanted to come back. And they greenlit it. And ever since then, it's been rocket ship. And I just think it's an, an incredible thing to see. That dude in that that ring in the middle of Madison Square Garden, and I what? Who the hell is better than that dude, man? Seriously, it's ridiculous. I mean, he don't even do any different moves. It just does the dragon sleeper. To, to your point, man, it's fun. I've been seeing people on Twitter saying they I can't imagine uh, Theory being the one to cash in. I can't imagine him beating Roman Reigns. And I was thinking to myself, who who can you imagine looking across at Roman Reigns right now and thinking to yourself? Yeah, they're on the same level. I could see him beating. I could see him legitimately beating Roman Reigns. No way. There's the guy, no one. The guy. The guy. No Saturday. That's about it. <laughs> and even then, you're yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you know, like, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, you're like, I guess it's it's. I guess it's Brock. You know, maybe uh, people, maybe Seth Rollins because they have history. But oh yeah, Seth. Uh, oh, but he is on such another level. There's no one close to him. I hate saying he's on another level because it's on his shirt and it, it just makes me feel like I'm... Uh, but he really just, is that. Uh, but like he is. He's on a, It's like not even fair. He's like he, he's like a, a, a pro athlete coming down to, to play a scrimmage of football with a high school team when he's there. Like it's not even the same. It's not even fair. It's not even the same thing. It's like why... He's so beyond everyone around him right now. I, it's... in. It's wild. And the fact that he has Paul Heyman, who also is on another level lately, I mean... Somehow, his, somewhere. His promo... Paul Heyman could sell me on watching a match between an empty tin can and duct tape. I, I don't know what this... <laughs> Premium live event. Like, he is... <laughs> the fact... He came... I, I, I thought to myself, you've sold Brock Lesnar versus Paul uh, versus uh, Roman Reigns for so long. There's nothing else you're going to say. I get it. It's Brock Lesnar. It's Roman Reigns. And he comes out here and he's like, look... Hogan yep. always has his savage, and The Rock always has his stone cold. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns is going to remove the Brock Lesnar comparison. I was just thinking, oh my God, <sighs> that is an absolutely <laughs> next level thing. It's in, 
this is the most dominant world title run, I think. I, I, I could argue, I think, ever. I know some people just don't want to admit it yet, but I think it, ever. And this pairing is just different. Different. It's a different world with these two. If you think about, it's like, different. Brock Lesnar beforehand, you think about because his career started and it stopped and started, you think about, like, who's his best dance partner, right? Mm. His Whoever his best dance partner, he probably wasn't their best dance partner, right? At one point, Fair. you would have said Kurt Angle. Then you might have said, for the sake of it, John Cena, Undertaker. Well, you can make arguments that they've had better dance partners elsewhere. Him and Roman, it just works. And as much as we may have disliked it, like you said, sometimes if you just dial back in and just enjoy the story, you see, wait, this works. And like you said, Jack, with Paul Heyman saying like he's going to remove that, that just makes you think about Roman Reigns on a whole different level. And that's why he's the greatest thing going in wrestling today. I, I had a text mm-hmm. message about it, like, who's this guy? And I said, the greatest thing in wrestling today. Mm-hmm. Man, I got, listen, man, I don't, brother don't get no goosebumps, man. I get, listen, I don't tell my last time I got goosebumps when I was reading Goosebumps. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> which one though? Which, which book? Out, you know it's a bunch of Monster Blood. Daddy. I'm a Monster Blood series fan. Monster Blood's cold, man. Listen, uh, say, cheese, say cheese and die. What are y'all say, talking about? Say R. cheese R. and die. Have you shook, baby? R. R. Before kids were reading Harry Potter, they were reading Goosebumps. Stop! I'm going to tweet that right now. Who read the Goosebumps series? Come like, on, so, like, it's ridiculous. Goosebumps, I mean, they had a generation of people reading books. That's a big deal, I think. I mean, them and Harry Potter are the only ones I think that have been able to True. do that. That have had a generation of people. Big fact. Shout out to R.L. Stein. <laughs> listen, oh my um, but yeah, but I was, when I was watching Roro and the, the listen, like, see, this is how you know I started. When I started loving somebody, I give them pet names. I call them Roro now. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, okay. like when I talk to my wife, I give I give these people pet names. You know, like Hemsworth is Hemi Hemi. You know what I mean? Like so, Roman. Reigns, I call him Row Row. You know, so like I, when I start giving them pet names, that's how you know I love them. But I was listening, I was sitting, he was sitting in the ring. And I'm getting, I got, I literally legitimately got goosebumps when that dude was just standing in that ring. No, no, it wasn't when he was in the ring. It was that that dope camera shot that they had when he stood out with his cousins and Paul Heyman. It was like a, it was like a mid shot, but it was almost panned up, and it was like. Man, who man, who who the hell did that shot? You want to mm-hmm. listen? This, I'm a production nerd right now, but this is there was a shot. I'm, I'm gonna find this man. I'm gonna find that shot. It's like this shot they had. There's a lower angle shot when you see the Roman Reigns behind him, mm-hmm. and then he had the title. Had Heyman hand him the title, and he was but he was just he was just rubbing his hands. And I was like, who that shot right there? I was like, that's the best wrestler in the world. Mm-hmm. That right there. And that's that's what I try to tell for people to understand. Production to me is the most important thing in all film. Is is that that shot was like that's a superstar. Seriously, he could lose Saturday and it just wouldn't matter. It just wouldn't matter. Like he can lose. Like if Brock, that's what makes that match so special. If Brock actually wins, if yeah. if Brock beats Roman Reigns. Has you th- you think about it? You think about it. We've already seen this match, Jack. Yeah, a bunch. Mm-hmm. But, it, <laughs> but, but we, we've already seen the, it. Have we ever seen a champion more disrespectful to a Money in the Bank briefcase holder than we were seeing? Like the he, audacity, him, him handing the True. briefcase back to him and saying, "Don't forget this when you cash in." Like that. How <laughs> how awesome is that? Like, yeah, I know you're going to come after me after a last man standing match with Brock Lesnar, but don't forget this, Bucko. 
Don't you don't want to? Wasn't even Mike Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Roman St. Bucko was worth the price of admission. Yep. Look, pal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but anyways, my goodness! Shout out to your boy. Um, yeah. Um, be, yeah, oh, we but we go. We are eventually gonna run down this damn card. I promise. But I had to get mad. Get that. Get some. Get, 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 how many damn flowers, Roman? How many flowers must I give you? Are we going? Are we going to prom? What a great few days <laughs> of pro wrestling. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> are we going? Are we going steady? <laughs> So we're talking about prom, goosebumps, James Vanderbeek. This show is off the rails, man. Anyways, did you get your new Letterman jacket? <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Like, <laughs> yo, bro, listen, me, me and Roman going steady. He gonna give me his jacket. That's what they do. They get it. Yeah, I mean, to give the row row. Yeah, yeah, row row. Give me the jacket, get, get baby. Listen, jacket. All right, here we go. Yeah, so. <laughs> yo, oh man. Okay, listen, 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 listen. Was I think was it a month already? I think it might be a month. All right, so so Claudio, Claudio. Castagnoli. Yeah. All right. We got, we're good. I'm, it's out of my system. Cesaro's out of my system now. Ring of Order, world title. All right. Looks like a million bucks always does. Never been a problem. Never been a question about ability or talent or expertise. One of Flowbeetle.com's favorite wrestlers. Is that still, yep. is that still currently? Is that, is that nothing that's, changed? That's still current. Something's changed. Okay. Will that ever change? Could that, could that ever, could you ever sour upon that? Uh, unless something happens on a Twitch stream, <laughs> but I think as wrestling, that's pretty much how it is. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. So we're good. We're good there. All right. Um, then all of a sudden, in when you're trying to enjoy, you're, you're enjoying the moment, Claudio. There's a moment happening. You're trying to give the man his flowers, and all of a sudden, the kind of the news kind of starts to surface that Mr. Gresham he kind of like demonstratively asked for his release from Ring of Honor, Tony Khan, under the thumb of Tony Khan because of maybe the decision that was made, maybe how mm. he's been handled. Uh, like, you know, you hear a lot of conflicting reports, but the overwhelming majority seemed to think that there was a very heated exchange backstage after he lost and and he asked for his release. Now, thoughts, gentlemen. Well, the first thing about Claudio was like, it's kind of like collateral damage, right? It's like when Stone Cold walked out in that Brock Lesnar match. It wasn't about Brock at all. It's just the circumstances. Yep. So Claudio winning that title, it's like, yeah, I, I say, why not? You talk about Ring of Honor, what the brand's going to be. We still don't know what the brand's going to be, if I'm being completely honest with you. But Claudio's a guy that needs to be a world champion. Why not do that? Now, John, uh, John, Mr. Gresham here. It, it, and it's an interesting thing. You look at both sides of the cows come home. But ultimately, there's two things at play here. One, there was one talent that thought they were a bigger deal than they were versus an organization that isn't as open in their communication what it is. I'm not knocking John Gresh. Don't come at me. Don't be like, hey, hey, hey why don't I'm not knocking. I'm just saying that there's someone who felt like they deserved a certain kind of uh, treatment that they didn't get. And that's why it was a demonstration of uh, asking for a release. Who's right? Who's wrong? I'm not going to play that game because, frankly, I think it's kind of murky waters there because I have my own personal feelings about that. But I do think I understand why I broke down. Jack Farmer. Um, I, I'm a big fan of both the wrestlers in that match. So I love yeah. the match. It was fun, and uh, it's it was Good interesting match. that um, you know Claudio wins, and and you see uh, a lot of people saying, "Oh, I can't believe he won the title already," or whatever. And I always think it's so funny. New people come into AEW all the time, and like you need to give them a title right away, and they did that. And now now there's controversy over them doing that. Um, which is is, fr is frustrating to me as a fan because I think you got what you wanted and now you're unhappy. But from, I, I think mm -hmm. Claudio is great. I think he embodies everything you want in a champion. I think everyone likes him. It seems like backstage. It seems like he's well liked. He's he's a good wrestler. 
every time he's on, I'm excited. His music gets stuck in my head and there's no lyrics to it. So that's all good. Uh, I'm excited about him as champion. As far as what's going on as far with the uh, Jonathan Gresham thing and asking for a release, I'm kind of taking Flobo's point here. Uh, I've, I've not read the articles. I've only read the headlines. So, you know, yeah. it, that may be a problem there. But everything I've read um, sounds like it could be taken a lot of different ways, frankly. Yeah. Um, you know, someone is swearing when they're asking for their release. I've never talked to Jonathan Grisham. Does he swear all the time? I don't know. You know, uh, was he, was he, did he have a reason to yell if he was yelling? Did he not have a reason? Like there's a lot of stuff that could have happened or context that could be there that I'm not seeing. So I don't want to demonize someone or uh, praise someone or pick a side when I don't, I don't really know anything about the situation other than clearly these two sides are not agreeing on something. Twitter yeah. has. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you say? What'd you say? Twitter has. Twi- They're like, you yeah, see, the problem is with these talents and these owners are like this. You're like, what? I'm like, first and foremost, <laughs> first and foremost, as soon as I hear a black man is upset about something professionally, the next thing I hear is how difficult said black person's being. And however, I would like to say this. Y'all got to stop that foolishness. Because w- once we start entering color into the equation... But Evan, you the Negro sitting at home champion. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> no one's saying that. Hey. No one is saying that. I hear it all the time. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Did you Come just enter color? Listen, I, not, I don't listen. The title was bestowed upon me. It was. It, it came to my doorstep. What the hell am I supposed to do? Not pick it up? It was like sword in a stone. <laughs> they're so like, they're so like, so when 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 that ha- when that happens. That's immediately what people go to. And that goes for both sides too, by the way. Like the brothers and the sisters are coming out and be like, why are they saying the black man's being difficult? And here goes my problem. Maybe it was just a person, an employee that was upset about a situation. Like, I don't want us to start putting in because he's black, he's angry. Because every time a black person says something that nobody likes, they're angry. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's what he was being. But whatever they say he was yelling because he might be pissed that he lost the title. Because well, we, we like to gloss over and forget. Did Stone Cold, yes or no, did he walk out? Yes. Yes or no? Many times. Yeah. Okay, then. Like, what, like, so we, we got to stop doing a race thing all the time. He's pissed. He if, like, if When this comes out to be true, and I'm, I'm going to go on a limb and say this is going to be true, he was pissed. He was pissed. He was talking to his boss. It might have got heated. He might have said, give me my damn release. Give me my walk-in papers. And Because he was mad. He was, I don't he think was, you know, what's what's you know what if, if he's mad because he's mad now? What should he have done that? Maybe not. But what I what I don't want to happen is let's turn this to a black and white thing or a black and like I, like we got to stop that. He's a pissed well, off. Per- he was pissed off. Well, as a as a fan, I say because this is the only uh, perspective I could speak from is that I would say that me, if anything, I'm mad about is how the title was perceived, and that's because you bought this company, but I don't see your world champion on TBS. You know, if this supposed to be, you just bought Ring of Honor, it's supposed to be a bigger deal. And and you got this dream, dream matchup, right? I want right. to see this match get hyped up so that I'm excited and it's going to make me want to watch it. You know, I, I don't care about the results. I'm smart enough to know it's not always about wins and losses, but mm. it's about the story. So give me, make this matchup worth it. You know, you got this opportunity for Claudio to finally become a world champion. Mm. Make me buy this and that's my issue you know and just like I said just the way you got this guy he's the world champion and if you're telling me that you're going to buy Ring of Honor and you're going you're, you're saying that you understand its contribution and it's important to the wrestling business well keep it there I'm not saying mm. it's got to be 
better than AEW. No. But if you're buying it and you got this money, make it better than Impact. Make it better than MLW. Make it to the point that this world champion is prestigious. So when Claudio wins the title, it's like, you know what? You may not have been WWE champion. You may not have been universal champion, but you're a Ring of Honor champion and you finally have that. You've chased that and you finally got it. That That's why the, the outcome I, didn't really... I, I, I enjoyed the match, but the outcome, I'm not like, oh, that they shouldn't have changed hands or it should have stayed mm-hmm. wherever because right, right, I don't right, think right. they're... I don't really know what Ring of Honor is. So I don't really know... Yeah. I, I can't, can I can't get too if mad if I'm like, mad. is yeah. this... Is it like 205 Live where the 205 champion is on this other show somewhere? Is it like mm. the uh, Intercontinental title where it's a, a title underneath the AEW title? Is it like the All-Atlantic title where you're going to fight for it and then it's going to go across the country? Is it the FTW title where it's on but we don't really know what it is? Like, So the, that's why the result didn't bother me really because I was like, I don't even know what Ring of Honor is at this point. So I'm with you. And so just to clarify my words a bit about being a bigger talent, I know it would be clipped out wrong and everyone's like, Lobo's a hater. But it, it is It is that. Ring of Honor is a brand that was on life support, if not already dead. And dead. it was purchased and 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 wrestling fans, we love it because we have nostalgia hooks on it. We haven't been presented with how important this is. This is with AEW releasing the All-Atlantic title. You know what I mean? This is more championships happening as well. The Owen Hart Cup and whatever. You have this match, which is the first true, because it was Super Cut of Honor, right? This is the first true Ring of Honor pay-per-view event event or premium live, whatever. And you have a championship match that is basically cobbled together. This card came together seemingly quickly. And we still don't know what the title is. If you're Jonathan Gresham and you were there towards the Twilight Days of Ring of Honor, putting that title, putting that promotion on your back, to have it go without proper communication with the direction it's going to be, we're going to be upset. And I think that's what's going to happen. If just a talent got upset of the situation, and what we had was owner being like, sorry, kid. Mm. My belt. My belt. My belt. Listen, when, 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 how many stories have we heard about <laughs> people that don't want to drop the title? Lord have mercy. Uh, has Brent that ever Hart, happened yeah, before? Yeah, yeah. Hart, yeah. Hart, yeah. yeah. So, if we're going... If we're going to talk no. Bret Hart, just make sure y'all tune yeah, you, in you the got, Book of Wrestling. Got it. That's all. Okay, that's right. Book of Wrestling, yeah. Book of Wrestling. Bret Hart 1 and Part 2. Oh, Bret Hart's like, Goldberg, boy, you better stop talking about Goldberg. Damn! <laughs> <laughs> I know. Bret Hart's about to pop into this podcast. I, mean, I heard you guys mention my name, Goldberg. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, I'm like, I'm like screwed no, up I, my order at Starbucks. Goldberg did it. I was like, what? <laughs> <Brett>, why? <laughs> but no, so like, so like he's so so Mr. Gresham is not like so it was if we're going if we're going to go with, with the, the reports, he's one of the one of the laundry list of people that don't want to drop a title. Now, who the hell when if they if they feel they've been a worthy champion and they've held something uh, um and, and kept its prestige, why would you want to drop it? So I'm just trying to say maybe he's just pissed because he's dropping the title. We don't gotta start in, injecting culture into everything all the time. And that goes from both sides. Damn. Mm. <laughs> Lord mm. have a mercy. Oh my Lord. I can't. I'm telling you, I wish I was alive at a three year 3000 when everybody looks like damn near the same thing and they're talking about us in history books, being like, what was they fighting fighting about? Oh yeah, that guy was brown. That guy was kind of not brown, and they killed each other. What? Yeah, we'll be fighting about something <laughs> okay, well, totally I different. I, I wish I was alive for that day. 
Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be something. Everyone, when everyone looks like like avatars, like the Navi, then like you know what I mean. They're, they're gonna be the Navi, gonna be like, what the hell are they doing? I don't know how everyone's gonna get blue, but it's gonna happen. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Figure it out later. Or let's. Oh yeah, by the way, yo, listen. Shout out to the Black Panther tra trailer. I cried like six times, but y'all, y'all, y'all gonna owe James Cameron some money. Them, them Namor characters looking like a little bit, little bit avatarish. I'm just saying. <laughs> y'all better hope. Y'all better hope, John. You better hope that your boy James Cameron don't come to collect. <laughs> oh, he will. <laughs> Special thanks. They kind of look like my people. Angela Bassett, man. Who giving an Oscar with her performance? A Yo, Avatar is part of the MCU like, universe, <laughs> universe confirmed. Angela Bassett's yes. like, listen, y'all, I'm closer to 60 than you think. <laughs> Good Lord. You want to talk about an ageless wonder? Lord have mercy. Shout out to shout Angela out. Bassett. And, and shout out to everybody responding to that was into the Goosebumps trilogy. They know the deal. They know I mean, their the bread Goosebumps is butter. series. <laughs> <laughs> their their but bread no, is buttered no, by Goosebumps. <laughs> Oh, they know what they bread is butter. Like you, yo, yo, child, yo, y'all know why y'all speaking great English? RL style. Uh, great English. That's why I, I like black tweeting during the show. This is why I used to be like, yo, sc yo scholastic. Y'all better stop trying to get in my parents' pocket. We poor right now. Can we can I can like scholastic? I'm like, yo, mama, I need a goosebump. She's like, oh, okay, baby, I got you. The, the, like, book, the scholastic order form was man, that joint was expensive. The book fair was book so fair funny. It's like, joke. do you like to read? What? No, the scholastic book fair is coming. I need them all. Yo, yeah. They, yeah, they were like, the book first coming out, I used to be like, yeah. <laughs> Still is expensive. Yeah, you know, so I didn't know. I didn't know. So you got to see you you are part of the generation. You have children. They like, yep. oh, you haven't changed. A leopard don't change its spots. We still expensive, y'all. <laughs> yeah, for real. Man, I can't go there with no money, Ma. You, you crazy? I'm getting laughed at. I, I know. Buy I know. Yeah, I swear to you. I used to There's be like some kid with Jordans and no one cares. All time. Any of you haters listening, Jordan's. man? God, me, man. I love the school scholastic book. That was my favorite time. I used to love. Oh Lord, this poor kid shows up with a new bike, Jordans and stuff, and I was like, yeah, whatever. Joe Joey got new books. I used to get clowned all the time, but listen, listen, listen. But my intelligence is paying off to some degree. <laughs> some degree. <laughs> it's paying yeah. off. Yeah. Some degree. So some degree. Some degree. Yo, shout out, yeah, shout out to John Degression. Listen, hope you land on your feet, brother. Uh, maybe you might have been a little hyperbolic, but it's okay to. Um, I'll put it like this. I personally wouldn't talk to a billionaire the way I heard he was talking, but. Uh, Damn it, you know, the great Drake says, know yourself, know your worth. You know what I mean? So it's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. Shout out to Aubrey Graham. There's a whole lot of shout-outs going on today. <laughs> All What's right, your pet name for Drake? Um, see, uh, uh, yo, I had to listen to see because he's not on, you know, it has to oh, be, like, okay, yeah, 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 you okay, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. we don't, we don't know, you know what I mean? It has I to be, it has to be like that, 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 that Anita Baker. It gotta be that sweet love, you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's he's great, not that great. Ba, 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 yeah. Yeah, ba, ba. That's a banger right there, but anyway, <laughs> so... <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things but at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side-by-side. Side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app.
This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. All right, Maggie's top five all-time list is going down. All right, now, don't nobody care, but some people that do care, they care. You know I what care. I mean? I care. I put it on the list. Okay. I was like, yo, I wonder what Mackie's top five are. So here we go. Yeah, so so I think so 10, Dolph Ziggler, 9, Mark Henry, 8, Charlotte Flair, 7, Chris Jericho, 6, The Great One, The Rock, coming in hot. And number five is top five, Randy Orton. The RKO man himself, number five. I call him top five. People think I just say it because it sounds good. No, he actually is my top five favorite wrestler of all time. Longevity does matter also, but the way he wrestles, traditional. I like I like um, wrestlers with pedigree. I like wrestlers that know the business. I like, like wrestlers that are, let's put it like this. He checks the boxes for me. He's good enough on promos. He's great inside the ring. He's... Um, Kept his body upright, even though he's been through a few injuries, been through a few setbacks because of, um, you know, out of the ring issues, things like that. And but but the matches he's had, the error he was in, the, the it's Randy Orton is a, is, is a special place in your Mackey's heart because of um, some of the best matches I've seen he's involved in. He was involved in that Mark Henry match where he gave up the title to Mark Henry. That means a lot to me as well. So Randy Orton coming in hot at number five, followed by number four. That is the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, earliest memories of wrestling is those those awesome promos <clears throat> they used to do. You know what I mean? When they just used to be when the fans are cheering and they're at the podium and they're like, I just I used to giggle because you have to have a resolve because the fans are like like will y'all shut up? Y'all even know what they're saying right now? They're like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and then so you have to cut this promo and some of it. Now we we everyone talks about the hard time promo because it is it's incredible. But Dusty Rhodes would have a million promos like him and mm-hmm. him and Flair and that feud to be one of the greatest wrestling rivalries of all time but just what just watching that wrestler that wasn't your your prototypical wrestler as far as what you thought you would see but knew how to work was a good worker in the ring knew the psychology of wrestling um also when he some of his greatest contributions were after wrestling with um putting certain wrestlers together um giving certain wrestlers ideas NXT things like that before his untimely demise his death it was I think it's really great to see some of the best contributions people make is after they get done with their respective professions. Like who'd have thought Tony Rome would probably be a commentator than a football player. You know what I mean? True. It's like, yeah, true, some, true. so like, so Dusty, as great as he was and the people that he used to, he used to wrestle with in an era where they had the territories where like when I, when I, when I say Dusty Rose, my dad perks up you know what mm-hmm. I mean? When my dad's like, oh, I remember oh, down in Mobile, yada, yada. I'm like, yo, that's, that means something to me. It really does because that's transcendent and um, yeah. Coming in hot, number four, um, Dusty Rose. Number three, his rival, Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, top Classic. Yeah, top three all time for me. 
promo extraordinaire, the man, the myth, the legend. We know about it coming. Something like we all they all these wrestlers have checkered past, man. They all do. They all have these things. If we start doing that, you ain't gonna like nobody. You know what I mean? I already got enough people on my list that I dock for their personal lives. You know, Bill Cobby, uh, R. Kelly. I got a few other people that I just like. I'm all set on them. You know, but Evan, if you do that, then what do you? I go. I'm I'm okay with both of them not being on my radar anymore. I'm okay. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm okay. I think I think I'm okay with those two. But like when it comes to um, Ric Flair and um, for a man that's transcended the culture and in in literally whatever you do to bring casual eyes to the product, I'm a fan of because that's how the product stays around. Because the, wrestling's not guaranteed forever, guys. Mm-hmm. You, you you know what I mean? There there was a time where comic books ruled everything. You know what I mean? Like that was like like reading comics, but comic books have taken a decline. So everyone thinks that things are forever, but you need a person that brings casual eyes to the product because that keeps that keeps those little shows together, that keeps the independent shows together, that keeps New Japan upright, it keeps all these things going on. And Ric Flair, to me, because he's been able to transcend that, uh, I, I I believe not just the promos, not just his in ring ability, as far as like how he works the ring. He's not gonna wow you with all these moves, but he knew how to. He like I said as far as ring psychology, ring command. Ric Flair had it all. Uh, they will. They they will be. People still study his promos to this day because of how he how he approached it. Uh, Nature Boy Ric Flair for me, at number three. Okay, coming in number two, Macho Man Randy Savage. Mm, okay, Evan, yeah. Evan Max number two. Classic. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. He's my number two wrestler of all time <clears throat> because of um, he was the, he was the first flashy wrestler that I remember. Like the, the 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 bright colors, the neon colors, the 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 sparkles, the the having the I'm a person who had anxiety for cutting promos, but found a way to cut some of the greatest promos by just turning his back to the camera and putting on glasses and figuring out a way to to cut a promo. Because I know a lot of people like when people live the gimmick, but I necessarily don't. I like when people actually can tap into acting ability and tap into something different. And that time shows a little bit of range where he can he's a different person when the cameras are off. And Macho Man was that. Um, I love this in ring. I, lo- I love the stuff with Hogan. Uh, I, I I liked, listen, shout out to Bonesaw, Spider-Man. You know what I mean? Shout out to Sam Raimi, putting your boy in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, um, yeah, another person that transcended uh, space-time, you know, with the, the Slim Jim. And, and bringing those casual eyes to the product, Macho Man Randy Savage for my, for my childhood for more than anything. Literally some of my fondest memories of watching wrestling and putting posters up on my wall was Macho Man Randy Savage. And nostalgia usually always wins. And um, he is no exception. Well... <sighs> Come down to number one. Ooh, so many options. Mm-hmm. And everybody that's listening to old Maggie's voice, we already know what my number one is. Do we? What, what, what the hell are we talking about right now? Can we just do I ten mean, to nine? Can we just do ten to nine and just end the rest of this conversation? <laughs> Y'all know it's the goal. Beep beep beep. John Cena is my favorite wrestler of all time. Number one ranked all time. He has it all. He got the looks, the charisma, the swag. (laughs) And dare I say, can work in the ring? Who'd have thought y'all would say that? It got so cute how you fans try to casually stop chanting, you can't wrestle. Where'd that go? Where'd that energy go? I used to hear that all the time. And then all of a sudden I didn't hear it because he was like, you know what? I think I'm going to start being a wrestle. Because then all of a sudden when you start stringing together banger after banger after banger after banger, you're like, 
All right, let me keep my mouth shut. <laughs> John, Ding! Yeah, yeah John, John Cena is my favorite wrestler of all time because I, not just because of his longevity, because I, I say I think the hardest thing to do in professional wrestling is to be over as a babyface. I think it's the hardest thing to do. To be the biggest draw in the company as a babyface, to me, is the hardest thing to do. Who's the biggest person in wrestling right now? Roman Reigns. What is he? He's a heel. That's just what he is. We can people can clap all they want. Like, oh, he's not a real heel if you if you don't clap for him. Like, oh, stop that foolishness. That's, that's old man talking. <laughs> Roman, Roman Reigns is unlikable to the to the youth, the kids, like the babies. They they are like, oh, this dude's whack. You know, like so like <laughs> like he, Brian was telling me like the, the, how how the, how these kids flipped. You know, from from this to that. You know, especially when Sasha turns here, everyone's like, oh, the girls like, come on, we love you. So like. I think the hardest thing to do in professional wrestling is to be on top and over, over, over like Rover as a babyface. And John Cena had to do that in that reality era that everyone was rolling their eyes about. When and, and they had to have somebody take the mantle. John Cena took the mantle and had great matches along the way. Like he, like we could talk about all the people he's wrestled. We could talk about the Rock match, but with, but but the, the the matches with AJ Styles, that match with CM Punk, having these matches with different wrestlers that you didn't think he'd be able to get something good out of, but he was able to do that, um, it speaks volumes for him. And like we said, we don't want to start talking about the Make-A-Wish. If I start doing that, then it ain't going to be fair. Mm -hmm. We, mm -hmm. I mean, think of everyone's like, like, damn it, I would love to grant that many wishes, but don't nobody want to see my ass. <laughs> you have to actually be, people don't understand. Someone actually has to wish for you to come to the door. I can't just roll up on Make-A-Wish like, yo, I want to meet some kids. And they're going to be like, a Evan, ain't nobody like a threat you? foundation. Yeah, <laughs> ain't nobody called you. <laughs> Could you imagine so, the so disappointment sweet. on their face when Max I know. I know. Oh, I thought you were going to be John like, They'd be like, they'd be like uh, yeah, I was just a really big fan of John. I just decided to come in. They're like, what? Like, yeah, what if I was a the person they sent because John couldn't, like, couldn't make? I'd be, oh, I'd be disgusted. It'd be disgusting. Oh, like, my gosh. But, but think about that, though. Like, that, that's, a, that's a separate thing, but that has to do with, with what he did in professional wrestling. Mm -hmm. With all due respect, they're not asking to see the Peacemaker. They're, they're asking to see John Cena because of his impact on them and, and being that person that the hustle lords you respect and, and showing your respect to your to the to the soldiers. He listen, he checks all the boxes, man. He's like the Manchurian candidate, except he's not trying to take over the presidency. You know sure. what I mean? Yeah, he's you know, it's like yeah, yeah, deep, yeah, deep cut right there. Like, so like he's but he's like that person where you're like, that's the freaking professional wrestler. And I'll say it before and I'll say it again, he's modern day Hogan. That's all he is. He's just he's just Hogan for a different generation, guys. So just so just let, let just lay off the man. You know what I mean? He's the goat. What do you want me to do? If you factor in the Make a Wish stuff, can you not put him at number one and and not it's be ridiculous. a jerk about like? Yeah, because he's number one. But but he's the Make a Wishes out of everyone in the world though. Uh, in the world, not in wrestling. <laughs> in the world, every single celebrity and person, John Cena has he's almost lapped the field. It's, yes, that's yeah. that is insane to me. So if you factor that in, you can't put hit. If you don't put him at number one, you're just a jerk. Like you're because yeah. he's you done did, so much you see good. I did that. You see how I did Jeez. that? I'm preying on people's. Soft side, but well, the, just to get, just to be the kicker. Of why this is according to uh, MSN? Uh, over six hundred and fifty wishes granted by John. Come on, man! Like, come yeah. on, man! <laughs> that's crazy. Oh god, I know that. I know that's not. I know that's not. We're not talking about professional. That's just to me like the kicker. That's like the. I, I brewed a beautiful cake, and that's just the John Cena icing. I mean, imagine <laughs> how how crazy the schedule is of a WWE superstar, and then imagine how crazy the schedule is for the face of the company superstar, and then throw in over six hundred Make a Wish Foundation uh, uh, visits or wishes. Because in all, all seriousness, I'm trying to bring levity to it, but in all seriousness, it's a that's a hard thing to do. 
Mm-hmm. Um, not, 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 not every kid's going to pass away, but a majority of them are. And that's another thing that I wouldn't be hard. It'd be hard for me to do because not only now he has to show up and visit a child that might pass away. And, and so think about that, that, that weighs on your subconscious. Oh, if yeah. you are, if you're not, unless you're, unless you're a sociopath like that, you, that man to go over and grant 600 mega wishes when most of those kids could not be here anymore. Uh, you, nah, that, that's a, that, that's an awesome. You know how many that is. Now, just doing the quick math, over six hundred. If you did one a week, it would take you twelve years. Like that's crazy. <laughs> oh my! One God, a week. Man. By the way, it's like because in my mind, I'm like, oh yeah. So like once a month, he visits a couple kids, a, a kid or two. Uh, but no, that's it. Once a week for twelve years. That's crazy. Yeah. The amount he's done. He's not done yet, and he's not done yet. Yep, and not done yet. Shout out to uh, shout out to Goat Man Cena. You know where I'm at with John. You know how I feel about John. Now, this this was a long time coming. Y'all know who my number one fan yeah. wrestler of all time is. Right. Um, but here goes the thing. He's actually I think he's the best of all time too. But not in ring, not in ring, but overall, you know, we got we gonna, we gonna do that at a different time. And I know I'm a slow strong case. Case for oh, that. I love Liz. So yeah, so yeah, so ten Ziggler, nine Mark Henry, eight Charlotte Flair, uh, seven Chris Jericho, six Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Five, Randy Orton. Four, Dustin Rose. Three, Ric Flair. Two, Macho Man, Randy Evans. Number one, John Cena. Mackey's top 10. Jack Farmer, we will finish with you starting yeah. next week. That's going to be a big letdown. I, <laughs> I doubt it. He's going to be like, Lance Stunn. Hey. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler. Brooklyn Brawler. <laughs> Brooklyn Brawler. Oh, yo, shout out to the Bro- Put some respect on the Brooklyn Brawler's name. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's on Barry Harwood's, but I hear you. Yeah, big facts. Okay. Let's run through this card, gentlemen. Let's run through it. Now, everyone, there's been people, there's been some trepidation. There's been some thought processes. There's a lot of people um, up in arms about how weak the card is. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people saying it's weak sauce. Now, Flo, I'm going to start with you because this is your yeah. baby. Everyone thinks yeah. the card's weak sauce. Yes. So, let me start with, let me just, I'll start at the bottom. Um, yeah, okay, so now, now it's Rey Mysterio and Dominic versus the Judgment Day. Um, just, no holds barred, I believe, by the way. I think they said. Yes, no holds barred, uh, nor disqualification, something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? We, we got it. Same thing. But um, yeah, just quick thoughts. Quick thoughts. Uh, on well, first of all, I think being in a stadium is like a bump, right? On, on the, per- the, the perception of what the card's going to be. A lot of retreads in the matches. I get that, but you give me the spectacle. It's summertime, baby. Woo! Uh, that yeah. said, after <laughs> what happened Monday, has to be Judgment Day. If they lose this week, Weekend, they are done. 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 Cooked. Roasted. Washed. Goose is <laughs> cooked. Gotta, yeah. They gotta yeah. win. Yeah, they um uh they they listen. Uh, I think they win. I think Dom joins them. Uh yeah. I think that's about it. If they don't, there it's that's just poppycock. Yeah. They have to if, I, you, if you want if you guys, if you want them to be legitimate and taken seriously, they have to win. Yeah, if they lose, you might yeah. as well just split it up. Like Bust up the whole thing. It's half the And I will be damned if someone said the best part of it when Edge was in the group. So and you'd be you right. Oh my God, you'd be, be right dope. too. Yeah, they better be dope. <laughs> I can't live with that. <laughs> so so it's judgment day across the board, huh? Uh, yes. It is. Uh, by the way, just looking through this, people are calling it a weak card. I think this is going to be an awesome show. This we got, There's some awesome matches here, by the way. So a lot of chap, lot of chapters closing too. By the way, yeah, this is gonna be a good one. Like closing, closing. Yeah, yeah like Bianca and uh, Bianca and Becky should be closed. They they're telling you Brock and uh, Roman's closing. They've so said there's, that some, there's some there's some closed chapters coming. <laughs> it's like? just because we've seen a lot of matches before. But if we get out of our head and just take this for what it is, this is going to be a phenomenal card. So we got Logan Paul versus The Miz now. Mm-hmm. I think Logan Paul is going to exceed people's expectations about how he is, but this is a different. It's a different animal, Mr. Paul. This is this is one on one. 
Now, you know, you know, now the smart man, he's going to follow a veteran's lead. And I think he'll be have some good spots. I believe, I believe they're going to let Logan Paul win this match. Yeah, Paul's Paul's winning. He didn't come back to lose. Yeah. This is what Miz does best too. He's gonna make Logan Paul look he's like a, he's a million bucks. Yeah, and he's in put over mode. Yeah, he's, he's and Paul's gonna look like a million bucks in the process. But yeah, I mean, the Miz isn't winning this. I'm, I'm taking a side bet. Is that what? <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was like a side bet and said that Logan Paul's going to win and Miz is going to hit Maurice outside the ring <laughs> by accident. That's my side. Prop bet, prop bet. Prop bet yeah. <laughs> so now we have uh, we have Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch now, you know, in the whole full circle SummerSlam moment. I do believe this is Becky Lynch's last crack for a good bit because I do believe hopefully, hopefully Bailey's ready to come back. Mm-hmm. And hopefully Bianca wins that match, and hopefully Bailey's music hits, and hopefully we get a change of the change of pace because heavens to Murgatroyd, I'm over it. Yeah, Bianca Belair. Yeah, this is a match that uh, Bianca needs to win uh, definitively, I think. And Becky Lynch needs to just get away from the title for a little bit. That's not even a a preference not even a on knock. not on, even a knock. Yeah, not a knock on her. It's just. She literally has only been affiliated with the title for like three or four years. You need to Damn. move on to do something else. <laughs> it was before the lockdown, she, if I if I recall correctly. Yes, like that's all she has been about is being the champion or becoming the champion. She needs to move on. She needs to do something different. She needs to get away from it. And I think if Bianca Belair loses this, this is kind of just re-slapping us in the face from last year. I, this one, I think Bianca has to win this one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I think she wins. I think this is just one of those wins that just solidifies her run, you know. Yeah, they had to get they had to make up for the summer. Yeah, the, the yep, year lost, it, whatever. Exactly. And this is technically the rubber match. So, you know, like this, like in this, yeah, it's it's Bianca going over here. Um, but now we move on to Riddle versus Seth freaking Rollins. Do mm-hmm. now? No, do I think Seth Rollins loses too much more more than he should win? Yeah, I do I think he needs to get a, just a, a a dope dub? But however, if we're gonna move Riddle up into the upper echelon and start getting him in these championship um, kind of caliber matches because he had the match of his career versus Roman, uh, uh, give me give me Riddle, give me Riddle in this for some reason. It's going to be in those situations where Riddle's going to push Seth Rollins to the limit, quote unquote, but Seth has to win. He's going to win I, it right here. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I'm not even mad at that at all. Actually, I would rather I would rather him win. I think at this point, Seth needs it more than Riddle. I think Riddle can survive because I, I also think I don't know what Orton's situation is, but if Orton comes back and Riddle goes back tag team, we're right back in the thick of things. Oh, oh um, devastated. So that'll be fine. If um, but if Seth Rollins loses again, then his axe is going to start to fall apart because I, I know he can sustain losses, no big deal. But at some point, you're like, but dude. Not- yeah. Like, what do you, like, you never win. So he has to win this one. That's all. Yeah. Just a little quality win for Seth freaking Rollins and be nice. I, I li- don't think he has to win. I mean, I understand. Yes, everything. he does, though. But though, listen, 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 though. listen. When was his last time? He, listen, listen, listen. stra- he lost three straight times to Cody. When was the last time he, he I, pinned someone at a pay per view? If, <laughs> if there's anybody who can do this, it's Seth Rollins. I think See, everyone he's that keeps good, saying that. But... His character. But like we pay attention. Yeah, he's had, I saw something say, yeah, 50 losses this year. He's got the most losses in WWE. He has a huh? the last 
Yeah, he's that this year. This year. Why most did you bring that up and try to make a point right now? Yeah, exactly. Because he Crazy. has the he's the only person with the wins over the most important person in all of wrestling today at the Royal Rumble. Yes, it was disqualification, but he still he has that in it. Any given out time on the mat, though. That the, but listen, what? At, listen, listen. At any given time. He can pull that card, and when Roman, you know, he can always pull that the Roman. Nobody else can say that. So he has that leverage. Like I said, him put he's making other stars, and I think that if there's anybody who can accept the loss, do I think he should lose? No. Do I have him winning? No. But if there's anybody who can accept the loss without being hurt and buried, it's Seth Rollins. Now, in I the wor- oh no, in the word, in the in the words of the so, in the words of the late great Aaliyah, he's only won <laughs> one match in a million. No, he, he, he beat AJ Styles <laughs> on Raw. Yeah, I know. he's like just dust yourself. <laughs> he, he beat AJ Styles on Raw. So, if the thing is, this is my point: if Seth Rollins loses, when Monday Night Raw comes around the next week, you're still gonna be interested in what he's doing in the following so. week. You what? Come on now. No, he's, listen. Listen, Brian. I'm. With, I hear what you say, Brian. Listen, I'm. I'm I, enough. I'm tired of Seth Rollins losing match. I'm tired. He needs I'm to tired. I understand. I'm it's tired. one thing to lose to guys like Cody and to get choked out by Roman, but Riddle is very beatable for Seth Rollins, and losing that one, I think, is too much. Facts. We just gotta, you know, I know what you, I know what you're saying, but like when we say he keeps he can recover, but how, for how long? How long can he come out and laugh? And how long can he come out and say he's this like he's the, he's a revolutionary? That he needs to win one, one <laughs> damn where he wins <laughs> not by getting choked out to the point of match stoppage. Can I hear two guys? I just want, but Evan, what do you want for SummerSlam? To hear Seth Rollins' music twice. That's it. <laughs> you can still hear it twice if he loses and he just beat the crap Stop, out of Riddle. Oh, we know we have him. you guys noticed that that Aaliyah shirt has some purple in it? Maybe Brian's Judgment Day and he's just trying to get under our skin. Oh, I see it. <laughs> yeah, for the people that are listening on the podcast that are watching what I'm doing, I, that was an, I was an Aaliyah joke because he wearing an Aaliyah shirt. It was a deep cut <laughs> and it was some of my finest work. But here we go. <laughs> he wearing an Aaliyah shirt. I did a, <laughs> Seth Rollins, you know, one win in a million. That's <laughs> a banger. So, uh, so Evan, you going with Seth or you going with Riddle? I'm unfortunately going with Riddle. <laughs> All right, I'm just writing down the predictions, so I ain't got to bother you later. My predictions and my wants are two different <laughs> <Yeah>. things. Predictions <laughs> and wishes are two different things. <laughs> yeah, I want like I want Seth to win, but like my prediction, you, you can't let your, your 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 you know your heart trump your head. Mm-hmm. Come on, Seth, let's do it, baby. Mm. I want to take I want to be I want to take the L on that one. Uh, Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey. Liv's got to retain, I think. She's got to retain, but will she? I mean, that's a question. If, if they want Liv Morgan to fall into the precipice of mediocrity and obscurity, she cannot lose. Yeah. I mean, Nikki ASH's title reign was five weeks, right? Strong, strong. Point. Yeah. Um, that's, I, I, I have no good Liv argument though, for man. that. Ronda Rousey is. <laughs> like, I got nothing. I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> For the record, I pick Liv too. I'm just like, if Ronda does win it, though, it's kind of like, well, I. You know what's funny? <laughs> is I think that there was a time when Ronda Rousey would have been someone to pick here, but I, I don't know. I feel like just her run through WWE this past few months has been like, I don't think oh, the they want her. I don't think she wants to be there. I don't know if they really want her there anymore. And so I, I just can't I imagine her. I don't know. I can't imagine them getting the title off of her only to put it back on her. Yeah, I, I say she. Um, I say Liv wins. I got Liv winning this match just because she 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 needs to just because like you, listen like we every, there was a lot of hoopla surrounding her getting the title. 
you know, and and if she's a viable champion, she has to beat an all-time great. You know what I mean? I don't I don't worry about how Ronda Rousey's career ended in UFC. She just bit off more she can chew with these boxers. She she she's the biggest. She's the reason why we, women get money in UFC right now. Mm-hmm. So that so that so that's she's still a name that that if Liv has that on her resume will solidify her as a legitimate and worthy champion. So Liv Morgan with a dub, Bobby Lashley versus Theory. Theory might win this title, and I'm going Theory right now. No, I go Bobby Lashley here. I think Bobby oh, Lashley good. retains. I think it's a quick one too. Ooh, has to be. Has to oh, be quick okay, one. okay, okay, okay. So y'all say quick. Y'all say quick match. Bobby retains. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna go Theory. Um, a Pat McAfee, Happy Corbin. Um, I, I for some reason they don't think Pat McAfee can lose a match, which I disagree with. But so I say he's gonna win that one as well. Yeah, and it's it, breaks my, it facing- brings my heart because like he doesn't, guys. He doesn't need to win every match, guys. He does not need to win every match, guys. Like you guys gotta, you gotta, you gotta show me something. If he's a part of this thing and he got a contract, yada yada yada, then Corbin can beat the brakes off of him. It's okay. I could pick Corbin. Well, here's the thing. I yeah, hope I, you're I, right. I think Corbin is what we think that Seth Rollins is going to become because I can't believe Corbin's the one. That's he yeah. turned into my he's my my Zolf Ziggler because there was that point where I was like, "Yep, Ziggler ain't winning this," and he would and he would never he would never win. Yeah. Uh, listen, I actually I need Corbin to win this. Match. No one ever kicks out at the end too. of days because he never hits it. Separate <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> McIntyre mania. Uh, the um, <laughs> I will say I, I think Corbin wins this one too. Um, I hope you're right, and I think. Um, Again, not to try to predict too much, but I think you look at the changes that are happening in WWE, and um, I think they'll. I think Corbin will have a, a strong run going forward. I think he's going to get the win here. Oh, I hope you're right. Seriously, I hope, I hope I'm dead wrong about a lot of these. Um, but yeah, um, Pat McAfee for me. Uh, Roman versus. Oh, what about Paul Usos Heyman? and uh, Street Profits? Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, good lord. With uh, Double yeah. J um, as the referee. I actually, I actually think the Street Profits take the title. I do. Yeah. I think they, they I think they finally get they think about it. They haven't won a title or what had been like for for we're talking about calendar year, if not more, since they first got to Raw. They after they after they lost it, that was it. Well, that's because the Usos have had it. <laughs> yeah. See, I think but I think they I think the Usos fall this Saturday. I do. I, yeah, I think Jeff Jarrett in the hometown of Nashville, yeah, he's gonna do something and it's gonna get the street profits to get the win. Still weird that Jeff Jarrett. I, I get it. I don't understand why, like cognitively, but it feels like who was asking for this? Yeah, one hundred percent. I wish Jeff Jarrett was a ref for this match. Like one hundred percent. Love you know my, y'all know where I'm at with Jeff too. I love Jeff. Can I can but I say I, something? Yeah. I don't like the whole build to this this whole thing. Uh, in the sense that I hate that you kind of buried your referees twice, and you said, "Hey, we've got re- our professional referees aren't good enough. Let's get a guy who's not a professional and doesn't do it." It yeah. Bananas. It like to me. I don't. I feel. I don't like it whenever your your plan is to make your employees look stupid. So I'm with uh, you on that. But a uh, football. Well, yeah. Who'd you have? Um. And um. Uh, Street profits. And then it went before. Uh. Was it? Uh, I, I had Pat McAfee taking on Peter Corbin. Okay. Yeah. So then finally, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. And this one's tough because I do believe Theory cashes in. And I do believe the end. The end. The end shot of SummerSlam is is um. Oh, who'd you have for uh, the Street Profits, Jack? Street Profits or Usos? Uh, Profits. Okay. Uh, I'm just putting it so, down now. <laughs> oh, good. I messed up making it easy. Yeah, so um, so Leah, last man standing, it's going to be tough for me. I do think the last shot you see is Theory holding the title. I do Titles, excuse me. I, I do believe that's your last shot, but you still have to pick who wins the match between Roman and Brock. And I, and I say, if Theory is supposed to win, like I just said he is, then I think the sneaky thing to do 
is have Brock win the match so Theory ain't pinning Roman. So I'm going to go Brock Lesnar win the last man standing, which is insane, but I'm going with Brock Lesnar. Well, I got the same thing. I got Brock Lesnar winning the match, Theory cashing in, and then when Theory holds up the title, it's getting super kicked by Dolph Ziggler, and that's the last match of the card. You see, you see, you that see, would you be the most like, yeah. disappointing thing: Ziggler attacking <laughs> Theory to end SummerSlam after Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, last man standing. What a what a lame way to close. <laughs> out well, the show. Ziggy's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. So you bite your tongue. <laughs> like, uh, Ain't nobody stopping me. Hey, like, I got my pad to the What a deflating way to end the show. Uh, I mean, you may be right. I, I like them. I just that's just me thinking crazy right uh, now, though. You know, I think it's I think it's very simple. I don't think they do anything crazy. I think Roman Reigns retains, and I think that Theory comes out and then has second thoughts and goes goes to the back and doesn't cash in. Oh, I like that idea. That's not a bad idea. Like I said, because I would be stunned if he cashes in on, on Roman and wins that time. Like, that's how they know they try to kick somebody. They try, let's, ooh, Lord. Yeah. They, I just woo. think the clash, I can't see Theory versus McIntyre overseas. That's not selling. And yeah. like Roman said, daddy's not here no more. I so think, I don't think, I don't, I, don't, I just don't see Theory cashing in. I think Roman leaves and he will remain the tribal chief and you know, seven hundred days. Yes, dude. Roman. I'm not, dude. You, you, you speaking my language. Yeah. <laughs> I told you. Though, I already have the people in my mind that I want that that I think should beat Roman. If anyone's going to beat Roman, and and Seth Rollins would be my choice before Cody Rhodes, actually. Um, but um, yeah, like I'm, I'm good. I'm good with mm -hmm. Roman holding the title until Seth freaking Rollins steps up to the plate. Yeah, I, um, I, I also, I, I think uh, Theory just has too much stuff on his plate right now that you don't need the cash in. And I think he, what gives him mm -hmm. value is he's Mr. Money in the Bank. If he cashes in and loses, I think you take away a lot of that. But as Mr. Money in the Bank, he's getting under the skin of Ziggler, of AJ Styles, of the Street Profits, of the Usos, of uh, Madcap, of everybody. And if you take away the Money in the Bank match, all of that stuff seems kind of pointless and stupid. But... As long as he has that, you're like, oh, he's Mr. Money in the Bank. So that adds some fire to it. I also think, I don't think they want to rock the boat as that much with the new regime. I have a feeling they're going to want to stay a little bit, little uh, stay the course a little bit here. And yeah, you can't go to Clash the Castle with Drew versus Theory. <laughs> Prince Money. <laughs> <laughs> I like that we just assume it's true. What if it's Seamus? Seamus could get the shot. Now, Sheamus is my one of my favorites of all time, but yes, he's in that he category. It's like, if he's looking at the IC title, he ain't going to beat him. Sheamus versus Theory, the main <laughs> event, Clash the Castle. Yes, universe mode is real. <laughs> Yo, listen. Well, that's, that's it, man. SummerSlam. SummerSlam week is upon us. <laughs> Nashville, <laughs> Tennessee. Um, Music City. And we're going to see how all this shakes out. We're going to see how wrong I am about a lot of these things. Like I said, I hope y'all are right about all these things. I'll be like, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's it for us. You know, Flobito.com and, and Real Jack Farmer hey. and the great Brian H. Waters. Um, I'm Evan Mac, your, your NSH champion. <sighs> Moving forward. I have a sneaking suspicion I will be at two weeks when we come back to this podcast. Wait, so. no. If, if you're heading to SummerSlam, you're not going to be there to defend it. Someone could take it from you. 
<laughs> it's at the house though. But, uh, <laughs> whenever I start getting being able to carry it around, though, we gotta get it custom made. But uh, yeah, appreciate all y'all for listening. If y'all hung in with us for this long, I really appreciate all of y'all for taking the time um, for for any any time you guys take with us and sitting there in a moment, just have a couple laughs and talk about some wrestling. And um, yeah, how about this, Seth Rollins? How about you get a dub? Yo, we out. <laughs>